Hey y'all, welcome to the Clocking In Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and professionals making their way in the working world. I'm your host, Haley Gaffin. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Gaffin Creative, a podcast production company for creative entrepreneurs. Learn more about our services at gaffincreative.com, plus you'll also find resources, show notes, and more for the Clocking In Podcast. So let's clock in and get to work. Tax season. It's miserable, right? No matter who you are, business owner or not, tax season can be so intimidating. As an entrepreneur, I've come to find a simple system to help me prepare for tax seasons. This isn't professional accounting or business advice because I am not a tax professional. I'm just here to share my personal guide for prepping for tax season for the entire year so that you can make sure 2021 is the year you're ready for it. And I guess technically that would be 2022. Many of these steps are going to be commonplace recommendations, but they hold so much truth and value. I want to also share that if you didn't do any of these things in the last year, it's not too late to start them. So the first thing that I would recommend is to hire a CPA. And this is the most important part. A CPA is a certified public accountant. Hiring a CPA can change everything in your business. And it did. It changed everything on the admin side of my business. Sometimes I like to think that God sent me an angel when Shelby came into my life. Silly, right? But honestly, this time of year would be so miserable for me if I didn't have someone to hand over all the details to. So here's what working with my accountant looks like. As of right now, I don't have a ton of expenses in my business, just a few tools and a contractor every now and then, and new gear a couple of times a year. So I don't have her team helping me with bookkeeping, which I'll get to in a minute, but I do track everything I keep documentation of all expenses, and then I send over all the details when tax time rolls around. So this includes 1099s, property taxes for my personal life, any and every document that comes in the mail to me during this time of the year gets stored away for her. Shelby and her team will do all of the hard work that my non-tax-oriented brain doesn't understand or like to do. And I get to sign a piece of paper at the end of her tax time that says, hey, you get X amount of money back this year. That alone might be the reason she's my favorite colleague. The second thing that I would recommend, if you haven't already done it, is to use separate bank accounts. If no one has told you, you need to have a business account and a personal account. Stop mixing your expenses and making tax time 10 times harder on yourself than it needs to be. With two different accounts, you'll be better organized to categorize your expenses, and it'll make your monthly and quarterly bookkeeping so much easier. So the next step is a two-parter. Number three is to pay yourself, but the second part of that is pay yourself the same amount of money every single month. And we'll get into this in an upcoming episode. You're in this business to make an income. So if you're not actually paying yourself, you need to do it. And make it easier on your personal finances by finding a happy amount that you can afford to pay yourself every single month. So why do I pay myself the same amount every single month? There's a few reasons. A, I love the consistency because my bills don't change month to month. B, at any time throughout the year, I can, easy, I can easily calculate in my head how much I've paid myself. And C, it makes your bookkeeping process so much easier than paying yourself only when you book big projects or random times throughout the year or four or five times a month 
when you need a little extra cash here and there. I know many of our businesses are seasonal, but friends, you can make this work. Like I mentioned, I will dive deeper into this in an upcoming episode, so keep an eye out for it. Number four is to use tools like QuickBooks to track your receipts and expenses. Stop doing it all in in paper envelopes and trying to keep track of it all on your own. There are automations and tools that will do this for you. I personally use QuickBooks Self-Employed because it has all the tools I need for my business. You can also set up automations in QuickBooks. For example, I use tools in my business that I pay for on a monthly basis. So I have automations set up to automatically categorize them for me based on what they're used for so that I'm not overwhelmed when it comes time to do all of my bookkeeping. It's just doing it for me. Additionally, you can track your mileage for business so that you can deduct it at tax time, which speaking of, let's get to the next step. Number five is research and understand your deductions. Yes, you have them. But my best recommendation is to check with your accountant on whether or not you can claim them. The first time I sat down with Shelby, she helped me build a list of potential deductions in my business, including my home utility bill at the time when I didn't have a studio space. So consult with an accountant and make detailed notes regarding what you can and cannot claim on your deductions when tax time rolls around. Number six, and the one we all hate to do, is to pay your quarterly taxes. (laughs) Yes, as a self-employed person, you have to pay your own taxes and you need to be doing it quarterly. If you're not a business owner, contractor, or freelancer, and you're wondering why, it's because we, as self-employed people, do not have an employer paying our taxes or withholding them on our behalf. So what does this mean? Most will tell you that you're good to pay about 20% of your income towards quarterly taxes. But there are times when that may not be covering everything. So my secret to this is I pay 30% in taxes when I pay those quarterly taxes. So every time I tell another freelancer this, they freak out at the thought of it. But let me explain. In the years that I've been paying my own taxes for my entire paycheck, and that's four years, I've always gotten a tax return. I've never had to pay at tax time. Additionally, I've never stressed about having to pay in when tax time rolls around because no matter how few deductions I have, I know I'll be getting something back. You don't have to follow my exact method, but know that it is possible to not worry about paying in thousands of dollars every single spring. Imagine the possibility of getting those thousands back. You might be asking, well, how do you afford to pay the 30% of your paycheck in? Well, I charge enough. I charge enough to cover the bills I need to pay, the expenses I want to live on, but also manage the expense of paying a tax. Everyone pays taxes in some form or fashion. When I worked in the corporate world, it came out of my paycheck. It just may not have been as much as the 30% I'm paying in now. We're just the group of people that have to physically make the effort to take the money out of our own bank account and pay it into the government. Now that we've reviewed my approach to tax season, you've learned that there are very simple things that you as a business owner have to do to prep for your taxes. If you take away anything from this episode, please do this. Consult with a CPA in your area. Make it easy on you so that every tax season, you can sit back, relax, and let your CPA do the hard work. And if you're a small business owner in Chattanooga, Tennessee, feel free to reach out and I'll give you Shelby's information. Talk to you soon, and I can't wait to share all about how I pay myself in an upcoming episode. This has been another episode of the Clocking In Podcast. 
You can find the show notes for this episode and more at gaffincreative.com. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. If you love this episode, I'd be so honored if you'd leave me a review in the Apple Podcast app. Until next time, I'm your host, Haley Gaffin, clocking out.